0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus began his ministry, he was about 30 years of age. He was the son as was thought of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Methath, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Matthias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Moth, the son of Matthias, the son of Simeon, the son of Joshish, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Resha, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adi, the son of Kosum, the son of Elmandam, the son of Ur, the son of Joshua, the son of Eleazar, the Son of Joram, the Son of Matoth, the Son of Levi, the Son of Simeon, the Son of Judah, the Son of Joseph, the Son of Jonam, the Son of Eliakim, the Son of Meli, the Son of Minna, the son of Mathiah, the Son of Nathan, the Son of David, the son of Jesse, the Son of Obed, the Son of Boaz, the Son of Salah, the son of Nashan the son of Amminadad, the son of Admin, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Sarag, the son of Re, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The genealogies of Matthew and Luke are sometimes called the only boring Christmas stories. And they might be boring. You notice I read them very quickly because I didn't want you to pass out and hit your head on the pew. I read them quickly because it, after a while our eyes, our ears start to, to sort of lose the, 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 our focus on the, all of these names that, that are droned on and on in the... In the, uh, in the, in the um, in the Genesis, the uh, but this is important. This is it may be a boring story, but it's an important part of the incarnation. We have a very important lesson. Actually, two lessons that we get at least two from these genealogies. The first is this: that Jesus was flesh and bone. He was flesh and bone. He was real. He was a real human being, and this was important in in the early Christian times because the, the, the docetism, the docetists, they, they believed it couldn't possibly be that God could truly have human flesh with all of its fleshy problems, huh? with arthritis and, 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 and body odor and, and sweat and all of the things that, that our bodies have, all of the embarrassing problems. That couldn't possibly be. So the docetists, the early Christian docetists, believed that, well, he just sort of wore a costume. He was God all the time. He just wore a human costume to make us feel good. And and this was roundly rejected by the Christian church and said, no, 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 Jesus was fleshy human. He took on flesh and bone. Because otherwise, what would be the point, huh? And so that's the important thing. The the genealogists are are embedding Jesus in in history, that Jesus is now history. He's part of the history of humankind. And he's he's got flesh and bones. He was was born in the same way that you and I were born from, from a mother's womb. More importantly, perhaps, than that is when we look at the family of Jesus, we see that that Jesus' family has all of these hard, painful stories in it, just like our family, just like our family. So we hear that one of Jesus' ancestors was Boaz. Boaz's mother was a prostitute. And Boaz's wife was an immigrant, a foreigner who slipped across the border and then became an, a, a migrant farm worker. And then there's Perez. Perez's mother was the daughter-in-law of Perez's father. You can imagine the awkwardness of the Christmas table of the, and if that were in your family. And then of course, an ancestral couple of Jesus is David and Bathsheba. We know that Bathsheba was not the wife of David, that Sheba was the, the wife of, of uh, Uriah the Hittite, who was david's best friend, and David stole his wife and then sent Uriah to the front lines of the war so that he could get killed. This is all the painful parts of jesus family history. Now we all gather or we often most of us gather at Christmas time with our families and it's usually very joyful, and there's joyful stories and joyful parts of our family. But don't all of us have a bit of pain in our families, too? When we gather at the Christmas table, isn't there someone absent who died too young and broke our hearts? And isn't there another one absent because they're estranged from the family? Or this one is present, but they're inebriated the whole time? Or, or, or this one is so physically ill the whole time that it breaks your heart to watch them? And this one is sad the entire Christmas gathering. This one is angry the whole time. Or, or maybe this one, this member of the family comes with a romantic partner that's that scandalous to us. And when this happens in our family at Christmas time or any time, Jesus looks us in the eye and says, yeah, I'm part of that. I, I'm joining you there. Because my family had its own skeletons in the closet." And and I chose to be with you in those painful moments. I want to be with you and your family in the joy and the victories, but I want to be with you and your family in the painful parts of your family too. So I joined the same same family, a family that was full of its own stories of joy and laughter and pain as well. This This is the salvific news of the incarnation, and it is not boring